There's a new push to bring high-tech businesses and jobs to North Minneapolis. NPR News has recently reported on a group of entrepreneurs and business advocates who want to make the city's north side a new Silicon Valley. In this installment of our North Star Journey series, special correspondent Jay Bryson profiles the pioneering tech business owner Beck Horton and his company Microtron. Like many tech startups, Microtron wasn't long-lived, but its status as a giant in the black business community is unassailable. At its zenith, Microtron employed more than 100 employees and had a $1.5 million payroll. Most of the people who worked there were black, and most lived on the city's north side. Matthew Ramadan was the executive director of the Northside Residence Redevelopment Council when Microtron took over the old control data property on 12th Avenue in Minneapolis's north side. We documented 125 employees every year for the time that I was there when we were working with the state. In order, and, and what it translated into was a $250,000, not wish it was a million, but $250,000 tax write-off every year that Microtron used to get for having those employees and that lived in, in the, uh, North Minneapolis. Microtron was ahead of its time for the Twin Cities in that it was a black-owned manufacturing and tech company. It manufactured electrical components, chime modules, for Ford vehicles. These modules alerted drivers about their windshield wipers and open doors. Horton is held in high regard by any number of black drivers in the Twin Cities of the 1980s and 90s. Whether it was a kind word, good advice, a useful connection, or a much-needed check, Horton was a quiet force on the business scene of that era. Beck was a very unique um, and visionary and committed and devoted to the community. Absolutely, no question. Roxanne Givens is a contemporary of Horton's and owner of Legacy Management, a Minneapolis-based development company. I, I really, really believe that um, the community, the African-American community, the black community, um, motivated him. I really think he wanted to impact change. After graduation from the University of Kansas with a degree in electrical engineering, Horton came to Minneapolis in 1963. He spent three years with Honeywell Incorporated and the decade after as an executive at Alt Incorporated, a Brooklyn Park-based company that manufactured power supplies and battery chargers. In 1975, his success at Alt afforded him the $50,000 needed to start his own business. He later merged with Juno Enterprises, a manufacturer of electromagnetic components in Coon Rapids. Juno had 90 employees and $7 million in annual sales by 1991. Horton spread the word that he was looking to hire workers from North Minneapolis for Juno, but the commute to Coon Rapids proved to be an obstacle. He decided Microtron would be closer to the people who needed the jobs. Ramadan says Beck was committed to building a strong black community. Beck would be the example of what a modern black Wall Street person should look like because he wasn't just his business and extracting wealth from the community. He was also reinvesting in the community. Alfred Babington Johnson, founder of the North Minneapolis-based Stairstep Foundation, agrees. He was a partner with me in the community enterprise we call Stairstep. Babington Johnson's vision for Stairstep was to involve well-off black residents to invest in businesses that would provide economic returns for a struggling black community. His goal was to raise money in $15,000 increments from wealthy black Twin Cityans. Horton stepped up immediately. His involvement got major financial players involved, and he served in various capacities on the nonprofit's board of directors. Our project was too small. We needed a larger place to play. And so that's when we enlisted General Mills in. And General Mills 
uh, came forward with us in some measure because they saw Beck standing there. Horton passed away in 2010 at the age of 72. Microtron is no more. Black entrepreneurs are fond of saying that they stand on the shoulders of giants. Horton's giant legacy remains as an inspiration for those who seek to walk in his footsteps. For NPR News, I'm Jay Bryson.